welcome back to Run the Draw, the only college football podcast uh, that will get you all your information, uh, most of your information in under 20 minutes. That's a new thing we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. This is Chase. I'm joined as always by my co-host Aaron. Coming live from New yeah. Orleans and uh, America's 10th largest city, San Jose, California. <laughs> uh, it, it used to be called for. Valley of the Heart's Delight. And uh, then the tech companies started building computers. And so they changed the name. Um, but speaking of that, who are we sponsored by this week? Yeah, good segue there. Uh, this week, we are happy to announce we are sponsored Ooh. by Apple, uh, makers of the world's finest personal electronics. So if you use code RUNTHEDRAW at checkout, uh, when you're getting one of those new iPhones, um, you'll get an extra camera wow. on the back. Um, so the iPhone Pro has three. So if you use RUNTHEDRAW, <laughs> you get four cameras. And if you get the normal one, it'll have three cameras. Um, so it was between Apple and Gillette this week. You probably next week use code run the draw. You'll get a seventh blade on your razor. So we're really bringing you some unique deals here at a super, um, super generous of Apple to create an entirely different and separate, uh, assembly line at Foxconn where they've had to revamp a whole lot to make, an extra extra room for an extra camera. So, yeah, whoever whoever said this was okay is definitely fired. Like they were fired a year ago, but but they they made the cameras, they made the uh, the phone, so we're happy. Yeah, to and them. hopefully on their way out of the building, they tightened up those suicide nets because. <laughs> <Don't. laughs> I mean, if you lose it, they need some slack to catch them. I How's imagine it? too tight. It's like a, it's a trampoline situation. Did the sponsor mention anything about attacking their corporate ethics in the, in the contract? Hey man, they just wrote us a check for $7 and uh, said, go after it. So that, that we've done. Well, speaking of go after it, let's dive into the games. We want to get these fine folks on their way. Uh, and we want to get you and I on our way. Cause we are committed to not spending three and a half hours, uh, on a podcast every week. So, we had some football games. We're week two into the season. Uh, it's starting to feel even more real now that teams, for the most part, are playing other real teams. Um, Tennessee, obviously not included. So a uh, big highlight of the weekend was probably the LSU-Texas game. Um, hashtag sad Matthew McConaughey. Um, LSU beats Texas in a shootout. I wish I had a, I don't have a shootout um, sound drop. But I like that. I have that. We'll, we'll get one. Uh, you watch this game, right? I did. I had a very unique viewing experience for this game. I was at a sports book in Biloxi, Mississippi. They have books um, in Mississippi. <laughs> only sports books um, and coloring books. Sorry. Two types of books. Um, yeah, it was really fun and a little terrifying because the casino was just filled with Alabama and LSU fans. Um, 
it seemed like, oh, and I was at a table with people who had bet on Texas and who were acting like they'd bet a lot of money on Texas and they were losing their mind every time Texas scored. So um, I was a little worried we were going to get hurt or actually the thing I was really excited about was for LSU to lose. And then just the whole energy of the entire casino just going down the drain. Um, But that didn't happen because LSU looked pretty good, at least on offense. Um, Joe Burrow, I believe breaks an LSU passing record or is very close to it. Um, yeah. And sad McConaughey really, really made the whole thing worth it for me. Yeah. He, they asked him after the game, they're like, how, how do you think Texas played? And he was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. <He's> crazy. <laughs> I did have a child. So the dad jokes are queued up. It's time. It's time. Yeah. It's all good. It's hard um, not to. Only other like really interesting note from this game was the fact that, uh, we're pretty sure that Texas turned off the air conditioning in the LSU locker room, which oh. is super fucked up <laughs> considering it was not, um, I, glo- so global, global warming is real y'all. And, uh, it was probably real hot there. So, so it was super, it was 98 degrees on the field at kickoff in the early evening, which is really hot. Um, I actually have a different take here. I think I, I don't, I don't believe the air was out. Oh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think LSU's players were cramping, and I think Ed Orgeron for some reason decided to make that an excuse. And I say this just because we didn't hear about it until two days later, um, which seems really seems really odd um, to me. So I'm sort of the conspiracy theorist on this one. I, I think Ed Orgeron made it up. Interesting. Do we think he has the mental capacity to think that far ahead? No, and I hey, think really t- quick. Yeah. While we're talking about mental capacity and LSU coaches, <laughs> this is not on our games to recap and I know that this threatens our ability to finish in 20 minutes, that's what she said. But can we please talk about just very briefly how bad Kansas is and how people have forgotten that Les Miles doesn't have the ability to manage a game? And when he doesn't have LSU football players on the field, it's like really obvious. Dude, he burned through their timeouts with like 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so he apparently is only capable of using all of his timeouts way too quickly or saving them for too long and not getting to use them. Like there's absolutely nowhere in the middle with him. Unbelievable. Okay, moving on. Uh, Maryland is really good at football and crab cakes. Did you know this? Yeah, that that's the two things I knew about them. Uh, they're not, actually only one of them is usually true, um, but Maryland has the most prolific scoring offense in uh, college football. Two games into the season, <laughs> which we all which we we all, we all called. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, South Carolina fans who were tweeting angrily last week that we needed to hire Dino Babers, uh, <laughs> go ahead and retract those tweets. Um, boy, what, what a week it was for South Carolina Twitter, huh? Yeah. I mean, we basically went from firing the entire hierarchy of the sports department, sports department, also known as the athletic department, um, to basically now um, we're going to go undefeated and probably win a national championship. So um, South Carolina uh, kicks the shit out of Charleston Southern 72 to 10. We probably should kick the shit out of Charleston Southern, but honestly, man, 
I can't remember the last time we scored that many points on someone. No. So I will take it. Uh, freshman Ryan Holinsky looks super awesome. And he looks as awesome as a good quarterback should look against a very bad team. Yeah. Um, Michigan played the Army. The entire U.S. The Army. Army. Apparently there was a commentator who kept calling them the Army on some sort of radio broadcast, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. <laughs> if anybody has a clip of that or can point me to that, please tweet at us at Run the Draw. Uh, they needed two overtimes to do it, which is not a great look. Um, they must have had their skim milk. Before they've been the game they've been eating chicken instead of their whole milk. That that nervous bird. Yeah. Uh, Liberty's coach Hugh Freeze did not show us the dentist chair that we were hoping he was going to coach from this week. Yeah. So we did see a picture, so, not from Liberty, but of the installed dentist chair in the press box. But then during the game, a lot of people on Twitter were like, hey, at Liberty or Liberty Football, wherever the fuck it is, they were like, show us the chair. And they never did it because they're fucking cowards. Um, And so maybe they're not in on the joke like we had sort of thought they might be last week. Um, But it was fun to just watch people tweet at Liberty's football team to ask for pictures of the dentist chair in the press box with the coach in it. So how many games until Philip Fulmer is our head coach of your Tennessee volunteers? Uh, I say probably one more. <laughs> I mean, you it know, has, that's going to happen, right? Uh, it, yeah, uh, it, it feels like, um, it actually feels very house of cards. Oh, it's super house of cards, dude. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Phil Fulmer is like, either poisoning Jeremy Pruitt or like calling his house and hanging up every night so that he doesn't sleep well or like banging his wife and, you know, sending, sending him DMs of his balls <laughs> or something. Something's going on. I mean, Jeremy Pruitt's buyout is not huge, but not, it's more than zero. And then they're still paying what's his fuck who was coaching there before. Um, so Tennessee is going to be paying two football coaches to not coach their football team. So the only obvious decision is to let the athletic director not collect an additional salary. Yeah. Pinch and pennies. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, Tennessee lost to BYU. And after the game, Jeremy Pruitt said that losing games is like showing like people's true character. And he equated it to like the mouse scurrying across the deck of the Titanic. It's like he didn't realize that he was essentially saying that his program ship is. Um, yeah, not so. Not surprised so here, Jeremy Pruitt, Pruitt. 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 Just just to remind everybody is a Pruitt. man who said publicly that he not that he'd never eaten it or like smelled it or anything he said he didn't know what asparagus was <laughs> dude you, I, you I will can't not, fathom, I don't like who doesn't know go. what it who like if you showed him a picture of it i mean he he has to know now but like if you showed him like a flash card and said what is this like he had to he had to be able to say something back right i can't i can't get over this anyway let's move on well also, I mean, 
Junior was one of the best characters on VeggieTales, and he was an asparagus. So obviously, Jeremy <laughs> Pruitt didn't watch very much VeggieTales. Uh, we're going to go into our, a new segment on the show for the fans. This segment is called, Is Texas Back? So, Aaron, is Texas back? No. Okay, that was, is Texas back? Um, want to do some sad football? Yeah, let's do sad football. Uh, what, what do you have this week? Uh, I have a, I have a quote for you from sad football. Normally we have a score or like really a low yardage for a team, but this one is a quote. Um, you ready to hear it? Let's do it. Okay. Look, they have no idea what's about to come. I feel really good about these guys and the preparation. That's a quote from head coach Jim McElwain, lover of sharks, and also a coach of a football team that was supposed to lose to Wisconsin by 35 that actually lost to Wisconsin by 61. So in that sense, he's right. Wisconsin had no idea what was about to come. If they did, they could have bet the farm on Wisconsin minus 35. Um yeah, I like I like to pretend that he was talking to sports books uh, for this. When he said, "I feel really good about these guys and the preparation," maybe no one asked him if he meant Wisconsin, and he was he would have just been like, "Well, yeah, yeah." Was it Shark Week this week? Maybe he was talking about sharks. Listen, every week is Shark Week when you're Jim Mack. That's true. That's true. Um, picks. You want to do picks? We picked some games last week. Um, it did not go well. How do we do? Uh, you went, no? You went one and two against the spread. I went 0 oh and three. I don't think I've ever been shut out uh, in the history of picks. Um, so I'm really disappointed in myself. Um, just kidding. I don't care. We we <laughs> we spend no time on this now. So <laughs> you're welcome. And also, we, we, we've, we've spent lots of time on it before and never was anything riding on picks. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, so this is a pretty rough week for uh, ranked games because there are none. Um, so we're just going to pick, we're going to pick two games that are relevant to us in another game um, that will probably make sense when we get to it. So we're going to start out with El Asico. Uh, this is El Asico, Iowa at Iowa state. Iowa is favored by two who you got. I'm taking Iowa state. I like the running back. He's on my college football fantasy team. Um. Yeah, roll Cyclones. Uh, yes, me too. Hashtag me Hashtag. too. Uh, up next, we've got Chattanooga uh, traveling to the state of Tennessee, which also happens to be the state that they're in, so they won't have to go very far to play at Tennessee. Tennessee is somehow favored by 28. Um, it's almost like no one watched the last two games. Um, we got the Vols hosting the Mocs. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Chattanooga. I don't feel great about it. <laughs> it still feels wrong. Um, but why would you? How can you pick Tennessee at this point? So go uh, Mox. Um, I think I'm going to also take the mocks. Um, that's the lock of the week. I don't know. Is that a thing? Sure. I mean, minus 28. Fuck. 
Yeah. How about just win? How about that, Tennessee? How about just win? Well, that's the thing. They have to win by four touchdowns, which seems very unreasonable <laughs> from what we've seen so far. So, uh, the last game for this week, we have the Alabama Crimson Tide traveling to our beloved South Carolina Gamecocks. Alabama is favored by 25.5 points. Who you got? How is that the line? Uh, well, you think it's too high or too much or too? <laughs> that's 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 way too low. Yeah. I'm taking Alabama okay. minus yeah, twenty five and a half. Yeah, me too. Um, this this has a potential to be really disheartening. It seems like a lot of the fan base <clears throat> and the athletic program is sort of leaning into that 2010 matchup where South Carolina upset Alabama at home. Um, but you know, we had Marcus Lattimore and all these other people that we don't have Alshon Jeffrey, um, Steven Garcia has like, that was his, his absolute peak probably if not as a human being, definitely as a football player. So it's, I just feel like it's going to be, everybody's going to be super hyped and then it's just going to be a bloodbath. I think that line's like if it, like South Carolina should take that line as like a compliment, honestly. Because if we keep it in within like th- three to four scores, like that's a pretty big win in my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, we got any fan questions? Yeah, we got one from Mason Snyder, um, our boy. When South Carolina comes back in the most miraculous season <laughs> of college football ever and wins the national championship, does Muschamp give Bentley a ring? Good God, how drunk was he when he sent this in? This also had to be approximately six days ago, right? Seven days ago. He did late tweet us. Uh, you hear the music in the background. That's our uh, that's our 15-minute warning. Um, I, my favorite part about this question from Mason is that it's also a shot at Dabo Sweeney. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> Dabo didn't give uh, what's-his-face a ring. So, yes. Um, Muschamp absolutely gives Bentley a ring when we win the national championship. Yep. Totally. This question is a little bit like, how long have you been beating your wife for? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It's a good question, though. Um, this oh, wait, one, hold on. I have, a good, I have a good drop for that. Wait. That's a clown question, bro. There it is. Um, all right. No, no more questions. Um, did you have anything good to eat in the past 10 months? I had lots of good things to eat in the last 10 months. Uh, and I had lots of good things to eat in the last, uh, I was going to say 10 hours, but that's kind of a lie. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say that I, on Sunday evening, uh, visited the bar of three Michelin star restaurant, Manresa. They have very recently made a purchase of uh, St. Benevolence, the official rum of Run the Draw of sorry, rum the draw. Um, and was lucky enough to deliver some bottles to their fine establishment and stopped in for a drink and got a surprise six course dinner, (laughs) uh, out of it. So I had a hay smoked bonito over tomato water 
and dehydrated tomatoes, which was uh, pretty life-changing. Oh, and like a tomato gelée. And uh, had a couple other really awesome things, a lamb dish that was great. They sent out a Koroti Sarah with it. Uh, finished the meal with a 1970 uh, Amaro from Italy. Casual, very so that was, casual. Yeah, casual casual six-course, three Michelin star meal on a Sunday that I did not have to pay for. So, Wow, that's great. Shout out to, shout out to those people. Yeah, I know. I haven't, gotten to t- I haven't been able to tell you about that in real life, and it was pretty incredible. Um, so I, How about you? I ate on Sunday afternoon with three other gentlemen. I ate, uh, a platter of seafood. Um, it was a whole Ooh. loaf of bread that had been carved out and turned into sort of like a garlic bread bowl. And it was filled with fried shrimp, fried, fried oh. oysters, <laughs> fried catfish, hush puppies, onion rings, and french fries um it was delicious it was 32 dollars. it fed it fed four what? adults we didn't finish it and we all felt ill afterwards um was there like a sauce situation going on or it was just like a submarine of seafood yeah so it was just a pile of seafood the bread like it was actually the bread did not even begin to contain all of the food, like actually just the shrimp went into it. Um, yeah, they had like tartar sauce and cocktail oh. sauce and remoulade and, uh, probably something else. Um, so you were just like reaching into that, that, uh, bread boat and pulling out its passengers. That's, right. that's exactly. Town, or? Um, so it's like Jim, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> pretty much, thing. Yeah. There was no, uh, there was no color, but deep, deep beige. Um, <laughs> on the entire plate lots yeah. of brown it was delicious though mac b seafood cafe in bay st louis mississippi which is uh basically uh where i ate also yeah so same thing three Michelin star restaurant random fish boat louisiana it's all good eat what you like uh man well i think that does it for us um episode two week two in the season Look forward to another week of college football. Um, we gave ourselves a little more wiggle room this week by not including the intro and the sponsor into our 20-minute rule. So I uh, hope you'll forgive us for a slightly longer episode. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at RunTheDraw. Uh, send us an email at RunTheDrawPodcast yep, at gmail.com. That's what it is. Cool. Um, follow us on Delectable and uh, swipe us uh, up or down on uh, Grinder the next time you're perusing. Uh, feel, uh, make sure you check out our sponsor, Apple. Use code word, run the draw at checkout, and they will throw on an extra camera. Um, make sure you use that code word, and don't let the work by the fine folks at Foxconn be all for nothing. Anything else for the, for um, the listeners? No. That's it. Cool. Well, Dragon Force is going to play us out with some hot guitar licks, and we will see you next week. <laughs>